This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Leicester Till I Die TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. Fellow Fox fans, how are you doing? I'm back. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know whether you're fed up with me or not, but I'm fed up with me. I'll tell you, it's these two games a week. What have we got to do? Welcome along. My name's Chris. This is Lester Till I Die. Catch us live now on uh, YouTube, Lester Till I Die TV. Please give us that uh, uh, subscribe and just click that little button and follow us. That would be great. On Facebook, we are on Lester Till I Die, the group, and on the Twitter sphere, we're on at Leicester TID. That is where you can find us live right now. Um, two days to go. Two days to go, and you won't be able to do it anymore. What, I hear you ask. You won't be able to get your discount on this book. 30% off 
April only. It runs out on Friday. Um, minding my own football business. I did offer a copy to Daniel Levy earlier in the week, and he uh, he didn't get back to me. Uh, it's all about Leicester City in the 1990s, one of our golden eras under Brian Little and Martin O'Neill. And this book was written by our first chief executive, who took us from uh, public to uh, sorry from private to public ownership, and our first chief executive, Barry Pierpoint. And if you go to his website. All the W's, miningmyownfootballbusiness.co.uk, and you can get 30% off, but only on that website. And he will even sign it for you. And just don't tell him you had a Pierpoint outposter, otherwise you don't know what he might be saying. But, um, hey, Friday night, let me just get rid of that. Friday we go. Friday night, it's something else as well. Are you ready for this? It is. We are away to Southampton. We've I've seen the Southampton uh, um, fan here more often than I've seen my uh, seen my children this year. I'll tell you, I feel like I know him personally. He's like one of the family now, the dog. But don't tell him that, you know. <laughs> anyway, hey, it is Friday night, and do you believe in fate? Hmm. Friday night, and we're away to St Mary's. And as Martin Tyler might say, and it's raining. So we're going to find out if this gentleman believes in um, uh, uh, history or not. Mike from Match Day Vlogs, great channel. Catch him on YouTube. It's brilliant. Uh, Life Through the Eyes of a Saint fan. Also on Twitter, at Match Vlogs. Um, let's go over to Mike now and say, good evening, Mike. How the devil are you? Mike? Mike, are you there, Mike? Oh, I'm sorry. So I pressed the wrong button. I pressed the wrong button. Let me bring oh, him in now. Unreal. <laughs> unreal. Come on. You... Oh, it's so good to be back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you could have Man United next week, mate. <laughs> Just be glad that that's not in the offing. <laughs> hey, you all you said last time we spoke, you actually timed about how long it takes us to get these things yeah. in. I think I've have I Four broken the records there. No, it's normally about 20 seconds on BT Sports. So whatever the game, even if Southampton aren't playing, they'll mention it. It's absolutely ridiculous. But uh, but there we go. I actually feel your pain on that because every game we watch, whether it's Sky or, or BT or whatever, will keep reminding us that we sort of fell away last season. You know, It's like you don't remember, isn't it? You know? yeah. They, they love to mention anything like that. It's, you know, the Leicester falling away from the Champions League and, of course, yeah. anything, you know, so... Yeah, it keeps them busy. Give a shout out first of all while we get while I remember to your channels. Where where can people find you? Uh, they can find us here on YouTube over at, um, at Match Day Vlogs. So you can search for it on YouTube. We are all there. Um, also on Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram, and mm. uh, TikTok. So all those forums. Oh, you are everywhere. You are yeah. everywhere. We we played. Um, I'm just saying, JB, good evening, JB. We play Thursday, Monday, now Friday. Yeah, I mean, we played Palace, who hadn't played for 16 days, and we'd played, like, you know, five days before, and I think it showed a little bit. 
we've got you now. We played Monday. We've got you on Friday for some reason. Um, mm-hmm. when, when did you last play? Have you had a bit of a break? <laughs> uh, well, ironically, we would have had a nine-day break um, between our last game of this one on Friday. So, and, and I'm sure that's that was down to the the broadcaster's decision to to just just feature that particular number in there somehow um, yes. in their build up to the game. So, and it's and they've made it probably rain as well so well done to <laughs> sky good job there well i anyway. did uh, i did before i came on you know funny you should mention that and i just want to say that apparently we are having problems with facebook uh with Streamyard at the moment it's not connecting uh it's not a problem with us uh, it's a problem oh. with um with Streamyard. there's a bug facebook know about it but it might mean you can't see us on facebook so you'll have to sort of kind of watch us on catch up but that all aside, I did check before I came in here um, very quickly. Um, where have I put it now? Um, the weather for Friday. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as bad as last time. Last time it was absolutely peeing down. But, you know, I, of course, I live on the south coast. I live in Paul because uh. I used to... I love going to Southampton because it's like a home game for me. Yeah. And it absolutely peed it down today it was absolutely non-stop raining and uh i'm thinking a little bit of me did actually go yes oh <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, well but i mean as a saints fan and um, i'm trying i mean we've had a joke and a laugh about it obviously but your season's over really now isn't it uh yes um yes and no because I think in terms of what we've got left to play for for this season would be confidence in Ralph. Um, yeah. And effectively, that's what we need to be looking at. Um, you know, we, we've accumulated a ridiculously small amount of points over the last, well, uh, 2021. We've only accumulated something like seven points in this yeah. year, which is absolutely horrendous. So when you look at yeah. it in that regard, it's, it's just a case of, well, you know, certainly the fan base need to see a reaction and need to see actual changes on the pitch, actually see us playing good football. Uh, we saw a little bit of that in the game against Spurs in the first half, but then there were some tactical decisions in the second half which made us think, hmm, is this really a good idea? So it, it's more yeah. a case of sort of Ralph getting the fans and, and everyone back on side. He has mentioned that he needs to strengthen in the summer, but a lot of fans will be thinking, well, do we give you the funds or... Who do we get the funds to, you know? So, yeah, yeah. I mean, do you think, uh, I mean, I know, you know, we've spoken a few times and you've stuck by him. Mm-hmm. Is he the man to take you further or is he taking you as far as he can do? Um, I think it's a difficult question in, in regards of like, he hasn't really had an abundance of funds at all. No. I mean, the the players that he's been able to get in, I mean, we all look at Carl Capitas and think that's the best 11 million quid we've ever spent. And then mm. we look back to Danny Ings and think that's the best 20 million quid we've ever spent. So he's had a couple of gems in there, um, but really he hasn't really had the, the funds to to work on a, on a squad of his choosing. So it's more a case of sort of working with what he's got. I I, yeah. I still think he is the man for the job. Um, I have concerns of his his willingness to play a system that clearly doesn't work at times. And, yes. you know, I look back to that Spurs game and in the first half we were fantastic. And that was the, exactly the reaction that we wanted after that 
the FA Cup uh, lost to you guys, which really mm. angered me to be honest with you, because in that FA Cup semi final, you were exactly the Leicester that I wanted. <laughs> in the sense that, okay, yes. you had a few, yeah. you had a few chances, but there weren't any shots on target for the majority of the mm. game. And I think there was like one, and you scored it. So yeah. when you look at that on on the outside, you think like that's exactly the Leicester I wanted, but the Southampton that showed up with nothing. It was just complete yeah. waste. And it just felt like that was our opportunity. Um, mm. I so. mean, I was going to come on to it later, but as you, as you, as you brought it up, I mean, it, it's not a game that will live long in the memory other than the fact, <laughs> certainly even for, you know, even for Leicester fans, in the fact that we, we won it, will we remember the performance won't be, you know, mm. the, the performance we put in against um, Man United in the previous round was a, a lot better. Mm. It was the Leicester that I was scared that would turn up as well. Right. But I was completely surprised, like, like you just said then, at the Southampton that turned up. Yeah, I mean, you know, like you say, from either team, you know, I mean, we had one shot on goal. It happened to be the one that goes in. Uh, yeah. Can you justify having a manager that, that plays a game where you don't have a shot on target in a semi-final of mm-hmm. an FA Cup. Yeah, I mean, this is effectively the the, the team that you played. You played Diallo in, in the centre defensive mid, midfield role, and really, he's not a Premier League standard. And, you know, mm-hmm. the moment we, we changed the system against Spurs, we had actually had Will Prowse and Stuart Armstrong playing in the in central mid with one of them dropping back mm-hmm. to be more defensive. And the chances that we create, we have five shots on target within the first 10 minutes of that game. And when you think of like yeah. the difference of that, and, you know, that was against, okay, it was against Spurs, but, you know, Spurs yeah. are still a, a decent side. They're not quite top six, but uh, they're decent side. They're not, they're not quite ESL standard, are they? No, absolutely not. <laughs> but, um, but you know, you look at the, the difference in the attacking play, it all tied together. And it's just something that we just didn't have on, mm. on that Sunday performance. And I just think that, have we gone with the system that we went with in the first half against Spurs uh, against you on on that Sunday game? We could have won. We'd be talking something different now. So, do you do you think nerves played a big part in it? Because you know Chelsea and Man City, you know they, they're probably going to be in the Champions League next season, so it didn't matter to them. You know, I mean, obviously it matters that you go out, but. It was for you know a, a lot bigger and a lot more meaningful for Southampton and Leicester, mm. and there seemed to be you know the players were almost God if I make one mistake here and give away a goal, right? <laughs> and I think you think that played on the minds. It, it did for me. I think. Yeah, I think initially in the first thirty minutes you could you could put it down to that, but you know we, we weren't creating anything, so it's not like we were you know we were scared to do something. We didn't do anything, and it was. Um, yeah. You know, that was the, the huge disappointment for us, I think, looking at back at that game. It was a yes. missed opportunity. I mean, Scott's saying here, hi, guys, great show as always. Thank you very much, Scott. Uh, checks in the post. Uh, but Ralph Hussentile, surely, I've probably said that wrong, surely needs to go by the end of the season, if only to get a manager in with a, a name we can all pronounce. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, it's, that's, it's the mad thing about it, really, because you think, mm-hmm. like, um, a week or so ago, hasn't it always linked with the the Munich job? Right. And like three yeah. months ago, he was linked with the Man United job. 
And it's just like, mm. he's the most well-respected, heavily defeated manager <laughs> in, in in world football. It, it's yeah. absolutely insane. But, you know, this is this is the speculation but, world you know, we live I in. I think they were saying, like with Mourinho, he's earned something like 77 million from redundancy payments mm. <laughs> without his wages or anything. And there's no other business where you can actually be sacked for being a failure and wanted by other companies right. or other right. clubs to, 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 to go in. Um well, but, when was the last manager you saw resign? It doesn't well, happen because they, they've yeah. got the, the money there. It's yes. in their contract. I mean, I think Mark Hughes walked away from Southampton with a similar figure that Man United um, gave to Mourinho when he left because he had, no, that, well, had like a three-year contract yeah. and he did like five games of it. It's have, mad. Have Newcastle stopped paying, um, oh, what was he called? And he was the guy that came from pa- Alan Pardew. Is he? Are they stopped playing paying Alan Pardew's uh, <laughs> wages yet? Because he was on a ridiculously long contract, wasn't he? Was, yeah, you know. Yeah. But but if if it was if it was your choice, like I say, would you cut and loss or would you give him the? Because you know, you're going to keep him, you've got to give him some money. Otherwise, mm. you're just going to be in the same position next season, aren't you? Yeah. Well, you've hit the nail on the head. You know, it's just a case of no one's going to give him any money. And no one's going mm. to give the new guy any money. Um, you know, yeah. we're all looking at the windfall that the Premier League clubs are going to get from uh, Norwich and yeah. Watford bouncing back up. There's 83 million quid on the table that's going to be spread out between yeah. the, the clubs. So uh, that would be a bolster. But it's just a case of we don't we don't spend a lot of money. And I think that's, that's again, a huge frustration and a confusion to the fan base because they're thinking, well, whoever we get in, is going to struggle with the funds available. So we'd yeah. rather have someone who can actually get the best out of young, young, talented players. I mean, Carl Walker-Peters was a forgotten soul at Tottenham Hotspur. And, mm. you know, you, you look at what he's done there and, you know, you've seen uh, Salasu's come back into the side. You know, he played in, in left-back position against Spurs and he looks really, really good. So you, you just think that, okay, well, if Hasenhutl goes, then who do we get? And, you know... To be to be honest with you, we thought that when Mark Hughes was going, we were like, well, who else is there? We're going to get Sam Allardyce, so we're going to get, you know, whoever available. And, yes, you know, yeah. So maybe there is some wonder kids, uh, European manager out there somewhere that that can do a, a decent job. But ultimately, I, I don't think I don't think Hasnut will go. Um, and if he does, it will be on his own terms. Yes, because I don't That's think the club can afford it. Do you think we should be giving? Um, and I, I know Leicester haven't done this for a while, so I'm not set, you know setting us as an example. But you know, managers from um, lo, you know lower league clubs like Championship clubs, like Chris Wilder. I mean, you know, he's he's looking for a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, may, maybe something like that. But you know, lots of names are sort of touted about. So you know, Eddie Howe's name was mentioned. You know, Chris Wilder's name was mentioned. People were talking about Frank Lampard and all these kind yeah. of other sort of stuff. But but really, I mean, we, we can't argue with the fact that we've seen some fantastic football um, yeah. from Hassan Hootel. And, you know, early in the season, match of day was, was waxing lyrical about yeah. Southampton's style of play. Yeah. And they were actually adoring watch. But he has lost 55 points from winning positions. And that is our problem. Yeah. Daz, good evening. Um, thanks for joining us. Daz, you're on Facebook. Let me know, because this is showing me that Facebook isn't working and I've <laughs> can't find it on my own stream. So let, you've obviously posted from Facebook. Let me know if it, if it's showing up and working for you. Um, Scott's asked me here. Oh, first of all, you've got a bit of support here. Tom, 
Tom Cleal, you might tune in for support <laughs> away from home. Away end. Noisy away end. That's what we like to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get, get the noise down there, will you? <laughs> <laughs> Scott says here, and so I can see where he's coming from. If you know, Brendan Rogers, for example, had, had 18 goals conceded in two games within two seasons, then wouldn't you want him gone? The problem is, it was two seasons, in fairness to Ralph. It wasn't one season. You, and unfortunately, you get games like that. You know, mm-hmm. a 5-0 can easily turn into a 6-7-8, you know, yep. depending on how, how things go. Yep. And, you know, I, to be honest with you, I don't think you can sack, and you haven't done it. And I've got to say, all credit to Southampton for not having a knee-jerk reaction on either times and sticking by the manager because it's the easiest thing to do. So, by God, look at that, he's going. But like you say, you know, you've got to look at the season overall. You were top earlier in the season. Yep, yep, top of the league back in November. Um, and and I think it's it's always a difficult thing when you when you see that that, that number. I mean, okay, okay, nine nil, nine nil. I get it. Mm. But when you look at the likes of Liverpool losing to Aston Villa seven two, yeah. and yeah. and you think you had eleven players on the pitch. And I'm mm. sorry, you're the champions of the Premier League. That yeah. that is far more embarrassing than losing nine nil. It is. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it really yeah. is. I mean, if you've won the Premier League and you do that uh, with eleven yeah. players on the pitch with zero excuses, it's like I mean, Van Dyke played I, that game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've you've got to look at Liverpool, and 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 they've got to be um, the most disappointing team this season. Mm. If you're looking at you know a team in, in, in you know moving and not just take one season at yeah. a time, um, but yeah, no, I mean as I say, I, I respect Southampton for not making that decision, and like you say, you've got to have a look at overall. I don't think you can judge people. If you'd lost the previous fifteen games, that's yeah. different. But of course, neither neither, neither time had you. Um, but we've got you say we've got you this Friday. Now I don't know how up to date this is. Um, just looking, you've, you've got seen quite a few injuries. I don't know that they're sort of first teamers or regulars. I mean, it says Danny Ings is injured again. I don't know how true that is. What, mm. What's your what's your injury situation like at the moment? Um, I mean, it's basically what you've got written there. I mean, Obafemi mm. was touted to be maybe available. He's sort of back in training with the first team, so it's, it's good to see him back. Whether or not he'll be right. he'll be back available. Um, mm. Romeo was uh, mentioned to be out for the season. There was a rumor that he could back, uh, be back soon on that. Uh, I would doubt that he'd be back for Friday. Well, he's definitely not going to be back for Friday, but maybe yeah. a game or two before the season's out. Will Smallbones out. That's a crucial ligament one, so he's out for the season. Um, the Bertrand one is an odd one. I don't think Bertrand is injured. I think Bertrand is uh, not signing a new contract because uh, he's a contract at the end of the season. And effectively, yeah. he will, Ralph will be looking to work with players now for uh, next season. So yeah. in Ralph's mind, what's the point of playing Bertrand if I'm not going to have him next season? So yeah, I get that. that, that I could do be get that. Problem. The thing, the one that obviously interests me is Danny Ings. <laughs> what's, uh, what's, is, is he injured? Or I mean, they, they said this before when he played, so... right. It's kind of our big bluff card. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know. He came off injured against Spurs, um, mm. and that's when it all went horribly wrong for us. Because instead of switching like for like uh, and bringing on one of our strikers, you know, whether that be, um, you know, another winger posing as a striker, um, yeah. 
and he moved Diallo into the middle of the pitch, and that's when it went horribly wrong. So yeah. um, it's quite possible that, that Danny um, is out injured. I believe it's a hamstring um, issue, which is um, yeah, not uncommon yeah. to what Danny's had before. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Let me just have a look what it says here. Um, on the 21st of April, so it is a week old in, fa- in fairness, Hopefully a thigh, it says a thigh injury, but I do not know the full situation. Difficult for him to play twice in three games. This is the reason why he is now injured. I mean, you, 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 you know, well, we're all the same. And, and Tom makes the point there, you know, it is the number of legs that you have. And this season, I think it's really bad to judge any manager on this season because it's been such mm. a difficult season. There was such a short pre-season. Yeah. Injuries, you know, I mean, Every club, and I've always hated clubs. They said, "Oh, you know, we're struggling because we haven't got any injuries." And you know, you know, it's Man City, and they've got, uh, you know, their second strings better than your first. But yeah. this season, it's been everybody. We had a full, you know, um, uh, injury room. I mean, you know, we've at the moment we've only got the two. That's the best we've looked all season. I'm not going to lie to you. You know, it's uh, unfortunately Harvey Barnes. It's just been announced today. Has had a bit of a setback, so he's not even he's not going to be right for the Euros. Okay. okay, I feel sorry for him, but I'm I'm quite relieved because it means he obviously can get fitter and and ready for next season. James yeah. Justin is a big loss, but um, you know. We're the same as everybody. I say that's the best it, it's looked for us, and and that's something to say. Um, but like I say, earlier in the season you were top. What you know? I mean, I know it was a mad weekend, and there was about five of us top in the space of about two days, yeah. and and I know Spurs were for about three hours, and they brought a DVD out about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know what? What went wrong? Was it injuries? Was it tactics? Um, I mean, a, a big miss for us would be uh, Romeo getting injured. Um, mm. But to be honest, with you, the the problem started earlier than that, and, and I think you know maybe it's a congestion of the fixtures that just sort of built up. But I don't know, there just appeared to be a bit of a confidence drop off in the side, and we didn't seem to be sort of performing in the same manner that we were, you know, in, in the run up. You know, we we started the, the season pretty pretty sluggish went out of the league mm. cup lost our first two games and and then we sort of solidified with a with a starting 11 that you could literally predict we were bang on yeah. and then we start to have to change things up because of injuries because of players playing out of position and 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 that's where things sort of went missing really i mean i always yeah. think back to um you know that horrific result last time at St Mary's. i mean it was it was during the time where you you literally had no chance of predicting the starting eleven because it would change every week, and it was just yeah. a case of, well, I don't know, no clue. Yes. So you know, it, it, it's you know I can remember that at Leicester we when we got the year we got promoted as, as a as a fan base we could predict the starting eleven five weeks in advance. Mm. We came up to the Premier League, we were exactly the same. You know, you'd, you'd get a decent draw and then it would be changed and you couldn't, and we were we were bottom for numerous weeks and you right. just couldn't, you couldn't work it out. It, it doesn't, it doesn't help, I must admit. But I mean, looking at our recent history together, um, <laughs> we did manage to beat you. <laughs> don't, don't laugh. It's not, it's not there's all a, there's You have got a win in there. You have got a win in there in the yeah. last five games. But, you know, um, we we seem to sort of do have this sort of sort of Damocles over you at the moment, but 
I think 2-0, I mean, last last time out, 2-0, I mean, it was the 95th minute when we got the second, so it's probably not a, a true reflection of mm. the game. Mm. Um, Madison sort of 37 and, and Barnes, I think we've not got in the 95th. Um, yep. they're, they're never, well, apart from the game, I wouldn't say that they're ever easy games against Southampton. No, and in fact, there's, there's one thing that we can, uh, you know, uh, be quite proud of is that we've beaten you with us having 10 men so um have you right yeah because we had uh was it Jan Valerie sent off and then we scored uh Shane Long I think uh scored a goal I literally ran down the pitch and that was that 2-1 not last yeah. season at your place but the season before so I think that was the um if I bring it up there the 2-1 uh on 12th January, of January 2019 yeah yes. It must have been that one. So if you um, put like a little red yeah. card thing next to Southampton there, that'd be great. Like... <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not that you're gasping at straws here, by well, you, know. you only get three points. That's all I'm saying. You only <laughs> yeah. get three. You can score as many as you want. But, uh... Well, exactly. And this is the thing, though. When you do go down to 10 men, quite often it's difficult to, you know, to, to break teams down. Right. Right, and I, and I think that's you know that's again the frustration that the fans have is just mm. like you, you change when you when you lose a man you change the system you don't you don't press your your um, your opponents high up the pitch you just don't do that um, no. so I mean Leeds did a fantastic job against Man City when they went down to ten men I mean yeah. effectively they just okay we're only working with uh, I mean they only generally work with one up front anyway but they changed the system yeah. so it didn't change at the back. Mm-hmm. And they they nicked a two one win. I mean, fair play, fantastic. So it's what you what you like to see. So yeah, yeah, so, no, yeah. It, no, it definitely is. Going into the game quickly, your your form. <laughs> hey, you're not in the best run at the moment. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to grab something positive out of all of I, this for you. Chris, you I know. appreciate it. I really do appreciate <laughs> it. Um, you got no, a win in there. You beat Burnley. <laughs> do you know? Although you know, we look at that and we think mm. like. Okay, that 3-2 win, the first 30 minutes of that game was horrendous. And right. and it was the same absolute mess that we had against Brighton. And that was an absolute, you know, uh, mm. catastrophe of a game. But, you know, the one that's the huge disappointment for, I think, any Saints fan out there would be that 3-0 um, loss to West Brom. Um, because yeah. that, that yes. is by far the worst performance we have seen from Southampton with 11 men on the pitch. By far. Mm. It was shocking so bad um and you know it doesn't it doesn't feel you with confidence does it no 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 the funny thing it wouldn't do but the funny thing is with that is that no disrespect i was happy that they beat you because it meant you went into the semi-final having lost the game the same as us so right. you didn't go in on a high yeah. uh what even more surprised me was that we played west brom after the the semi-final and it was 3-0 after 30 minutes, and yeah. we we put, we got the deck chairs out, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, yeah. I, I, could, I could have nipped down and had a, had, had a cup of tea with Casper on the goal line. He was doing that little. They were, in that game, the worst team we have played all season. Yeah. yeah. And, and But that is this season. You can do that one season, and you know, one week, I mean, and then produce the, the performance of a lifetime the next one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I watched a bit of that game as well, and actually, I think that's the first first game that I've actually started to watch, and then I've turned off after it was three 0 because it was literally, it was game over, so game yeah. over. So, um, 
But yeah, it's a, it's a weird one that Allardyce is doing, really. I mean, it's almost as if he's changing his system slightly depending on what he believes he can get out of a result. So, yeah. Um, it will be a shame to see Sam go down for once, won't it? <laughs> <laughs> I I just think it... <coughs> excuse me. I apologise. I just think the way that West Brom did that, it was just too soon. It was totally unfair on, on mm. Slav and, you know, he wasn't given a chance, in my opinion, but obviously yeah. I am on the outside looking in. Um, yeah. There's a couple of questions have come in for you and not, not mm. awful ones, you'll be pleased to know. Um, <laughs> Kieran, first of all, Kieran Rants. Um, I don't know what you're ranting about, Kieran, but welcome along. Yeah. Hello there. Um, hey, Kieran, how you doing? Yeah. Uh, Rob says, uh, will you lose Ings at the end of the season? Uh, it's not up to me. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, um, I love that answer. I'm going to pinch that. Can I pinch that? <laughs> of course you can. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a tricky one. I mean, I, I think uh, it's... I think we probably got Ings for for another season, um, uh, but we'll we'll see. It, to be honest, it, it all depends on what happens elsewhere. You know, yeah. if if Kane leaves Spurs, we're worried. Mm. You know, if if Haaland decides he doesn't want to go to the Premier League, we're worried. You know, so it, it's yeah. just all these sort of things that then have a knock on effect. There's a there's a thing going on with uh, Ings' contract that effectively wants a, a release clause. He wanted a 20-something million and the club right. wanted a 40 million. And when you think he's the most prolific English striker in the Premier League right now, yeah, why on earth would he be sold for 20 million pounds? No idea. You know, it's no, uh, no. football How broken. old is he? How old is, is he, Ings? It's not that much. I think it's like 26. Is it? Because he seems to have been around for years. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, it sort of surprises I've got me. To be honest with you, I mean, we've got we've got to look at the fact that we've we've changed this season because we've gone from at saying who will replace Vardy to mm -hmm. now saying who will play alongside Inacho. Right, <laughs> it's a complete and utter turnaround. And to be honest with you, I thought he was older than that. You know, I I wouldn't argue if we if we put a a, a bid in for him. Mm -hmm. No comment. No comment on that at all. You, you, would, you would hate it, of course. But you know um, what? That, that goal that Iniacho scored on Monday, flip it, heck. Oh, you know, I mean... My word. 14 in 14 he's got, you know. Um, we've played... When we first bought him, I was like, yes, him and Vardy together, you know, the speed they both got running at the defences, they're going to really scare the, the, you know, the Premier League defences this season. Yeah. And... Um, I mean that goal made Salah look championship. It's fantastic. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It just, it just didn't, it didn't gel at all for some reason. Then he hasn't mm. been given his chance. He's, he's come on for ten minutes, and you know I've criticised him unfairly. I probably would have to say because you know he, it shows now he's been getting a regular place. It, it was purely for the fact of the injury to Barnes that we had to reshuffle the formation and come up with this. So it was by chance. But my God, you've got to say, I mean, Vardy's not scoring, but he's becoming the provider, get him in your mm. dream team for assists. Yep. Uh, and Nacho, I can say he's literally, his touch is <laughs> like, where's this player come from? Mm. You know, he just, impressive. like you say, he took that ball down, turned. It was like, oh, oh so my God. You know? <laughs> I but, don't want that. Um, I don't want that on Friday, please. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. Well, you know, he's going for 15 in 15, so who knows? Talking to 15, Rob says we'll offer you 15 million for rings. Um, 
big question for the Southampton support. Apologies for not knowing your name, and my apologies. I hadn't clicked on uh, to bring the names up. Uh, do you think you'll stay up? You've got some really tough games to play till the end of the season. I think you're safe, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, this whole kind of relegation thing, I mean, Sky and BT are doing their best to spin it out, but I think it's now done. Uh, West Brom had a chance uh, with their, you know, some of the things that they had going on. I mean, they they were winning against Aston Villa and then all of a sudden they, yeah. they lost. And so there were, and there were sort of games that they threw away and, and really yeah. it's far too much for Fulham to do or West, um, West Brom to do because effectively they've got, what is it? like five games remaining for five each of games. them yeah. and they have yeah. to win three of those five yeah. uh, we also play fulham yeah in the in in the rundown we've got games mm. at home against fulham and games at home against leeds that's looking a lot more tougher than it was a few weeks ago yeah. um but I, I just think do you know what? if we do we fully deserve to and yeah you know, i mean that's the thing about the league isn't it you know you yes. whatever happens yeah. happens because you, you exactly. deserve to so you know the te- as they always say it's an old cliche but the table doesn't lie you know no. I mean, fulham was the one i actually thought might get out of it because they started to string a couple of you know good results together but yeah. you know they're now you know they've they've lost four and drawn one in the last five games you know they are um, for seven points from safety like you say with five games left and i think those three teams are a hell of a lot worse than you are and mm. I, I don't i don't think you've got anything to worry about at all to be honest with no. you no and I even, even, even though you will lose on friday of course <laughs> <laughs> but even, even with the lights of brighton i mean there's still enough in that side to to you know pick up a they, they only need one more one or two more results and then it's then it's done really isn't it so oh, um, yeah uh, Stephen, thank you for that. You, you've obviously got Mr. Google sat yeah, with you there, the 29 in July. Still, yeah. look at look at Jamie Vardy. You know, I think these days players are playing a lot yeah. longer. Theo uh, Walcott, um, 33 yeah. now. Yeah. So. Um, score predictions. I know I know you, you're not kidding on this, but as you know, and, and I, I, I mentioned this, and I feel when I'm talking score predictions, because I have this sort of the league the prediction league on Leicester till I die.com. There's me and three X Foxes. I think I am sort of seven points ahead at the top now. Not that I'm uh, bragging at all and say I know more than next players, but I just need to mention. But <laughs> let's, see, let's see what they're going for. Steve Walsh has gone for a 2 0. Uh, Steve Linitz has gone for a 1 1, but in fairness to Steve, he's only got one result right all year. Um, I, um, Ian Marshall has gone the same as Walshy at uh, 2-0. I think you'll score, because um, I don't think you can be, as, neither team can be as bad as we can in that in that uh, semi-final. No. No, so I think cool. you'll get a goal, because that, we always seem to have that in us that we're going to concede a goal. Um, but I think we, with Inacho on fire and, and Vardy turning into provider, Avanta, I think, I just think we'll win 3-1. You're obviously going to disagree with all of those. <laughs> I think that the thing to look out for will be this. And if if Ralph decides he's going to play Diallo in centre mid, mm. it's going to be ugly. I'm not sure if I need to put a number on that, but no. I just think in no. terms of, of how that sets us up. I mean, anyone who wants to know how, how ugly that's going to be, just go back and watch the second half against Spurs. I mean, effectively, that, that effectively just has a sat back not creating anything mm. going forward and a, a sort of welcoming on the the attack of the opposing yeah. side. So that that will that will decide it. Um, if you see 
because um, Romeo's not going to be back fit. Um, no. If you see uh, Will Prowse and Armstrong in centre midfield position, then it's going to be a pretty decent game. And it's yeah. going to be quite an exciting game because there's going to be both teams because you guys don't want to be securing up your Champions League place. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. we're just out to prove a point. So, and sort of this put is, the whole... This is the worrying thing. You, you know, revenge is on your mind, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I just think, you know, you've, you've got, you know, I think you've got to come out and have a go at us, to be honest with you, if only mm. to show that... You know that that game at, at Wembley was it was a, a one off. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I think we we definitely need to see reaction. But even if we, you know, even if we see reaction, there's still going to be a lot of fans out there just thinking like, well, where was that at Wembley? You know, yeah. that, that that could have seen us get European football. Like, yeah, that's that's a huge disappointment for us, and I think it's a you know a rough one really. Yeah. Um... Let's have a, there's a, there's a couple more questions just to end on. Which Southampton <laughs> player is most likely to get a red card or has the worst card record? Uh, Hoybier, but we sold him the Spurs, so we're all good now. And, yeah, uh, you... and Bertrand's injured. Injured. <laughs> injured um, so yeah. you, won't, you won't see him feature. Um, yeah. Everyone else is pretty well behaved, actually. I don't think you need to worry about, about anyone, really. So you, you, you know, you're going to start and end with 11 on Friday. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Mike, g- again, give your um, give your channels a shout out. Sure, yeah, um, you can find us over um, at Match Day Vlogs on YouTube for live watch along content and also post match reactions. Um, but also find us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok for all the silliness that's involved there. Brilliant, Mike. Thank you so much for taking it on the chin and coming on. Um, you know what it's like every time. Glad you know we're going to see you next season. Hopefully, I'll be able to come to the ground again because uh, we hopefully next season we'll have we'll have the fans back. I've yeah, spoken to you, like I say, more more times than my kids this year. I feel <laughs> like so. Uh, <laughs> it's been a pleasure, Mike. Thank you very much. Thank you for no being worries. so nice, like I say, and taking it on the chin. I'd say good luck for Friday, but you know I wouldn't mean it. But good luck for the rest of the season after that. All right. Cheers, Chris. Thanks very much. Thanks a lot, Mike. All the best. Take care. Stay safe. Cheers now. Bye-bye. Oh, thanks to Mike there. Like I say, he's he's a good sport. He takes it on the chin and um, nobody has much option, really, does he? Hey, if you've missed it, and I do know I say Facebook, I don't know I say whether it has worked, it hasn't worked. Uh, just looking at some comments here. I haven't seen any comments from Facebook for a while, so I'm guessing it might not have worked. So I do know there's a problem there. It is highlighted. So um, watch us back on YouTube. Yes. Leicester Till I Die TV and give us a subscribe on that button. Um, if you want to listen to us in about 20 minutes, we'll be up on the podcasts, uh, your favorite podcast platform, including Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Apple iTunes, Spotify and Podcast Addict. And as well, just ask your um, smart speaker to search for the Leicester Till I Die uh, podcast. Wearing purple, we've got purple in the FA Cup. That's what we're going to be playing in. I did have a look to see, actually. I thought this was the first time we hadn't played in blue. I think in 63, I think against Man United, I think we played in white there. So it's not the first time that we've uh, uh, played in the away strip. But purple is close to blue. (laughs) Nervous yet? 
it's getting a bit close, isn't it? It is getting a bit close. Guys, I'm going to be back tomorrow night again. You can't get rid of me. I'm like a bad rash. I really am. You just can't get rid of me, even if you spray me. Seven o'clock with Craig. Hopefully, possibly, Steve Linitz will be joining us, and we will be doing the post uh, the preview show. Post-match show. I'm ahead of myself there. The preview show. Seven o'clock tomorrow. Uh, look, a totally biased look at Leicester versus Southampton. And don't forget... All the W's, mindingmyownfootballbusiness.co.uk. Barry Pierpoint, Leicester's first ever chief executive. Uh, the story of Leicester City in the 90s, 30% off for April only. You can still get that for the next two days, and he will personally sign the books, but only on that website. www.mindingmyownfootballbusiness.com Honestly, it's water, believe you me. Guys, thanks very much for joining us. Thanks for the comments. Thanks for joining in. Wouldn't be worth doing it without you. Do you think we're going to get this? Do you think we're going to have this on Friday? Is that going to be the Southampton fans again? Do you fancy 10? I'm not saying a word. <laughs> We're still Yeah, no European Super League. But can we take another three points and a big step towards Champions League next season? We'll find out on Friday. We'll talk about it tomorrow at 7. Me, Craig and Steve on the preview show. Thanks for watching, guys. Have a safe night. Look after yourselves. See you tomorrow. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Some people are on the pitch. They think it's all over. It is not over. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. 
Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.